What's up, guys? It's Johnny. How the heck are you guys? Welcome back. Welcome back. Today, we're taking a look at one of my buddies' channels over at Alienated TV. Uh, take a look at his channel. Make sure to leave a like, comment, and wait. Hey, subscribe on his channel, guys. Excellent, excellent stuff. Great edits. Let's dive in. I have gained weight. I'm 34 years old. I'm Oh. I'm not 25 anymore. And a guy that I dated when I was 25 just came back into my life and he's in the best shape of his life. Right. And I am in the worst shape of my life. And he is in love with my brain and my personality <laughs> this type of love is often referred to as philia and is the love of friendship to have a successful long-term relationship it's important that you're friends with the other person too very true but before things get too flowery let me play a rick and morty clip which is more in line with my personal feelings towards love what people call love is just a chemical reaction that compels animals to breed it hits hard morty then it slowly fades leaving you stranded in a failing marriage I did it. Your parents are going to do it. Break the cycle, Morty. Rise above. Focus on science. Love is unreliable, ephemeral, and fleeting. However, the central point of her TikTok is that when he sleeps with women who are bigger than he likes, he feels bad about himself after. <laughs> He's not attracted to me. He doesn't think I'm beautiful because other men won't find me, you know, as hot as he thinks that he deserves. My man. Yeah. Eros love is the intense and passionate love. Gotta love it, man. Great channel. This is where romantic feelings come from. It's the love that's present in the beginning of relationships, that's connected with physical attraction, bedroom fun, and emotions. Oh man, she is so hot. The main point here is that, that the man she's talking about doesn't like large women, so is unable to find her to be physically attractive enough to date. Obviously, yeah. Therefore, Eros love cannot take place. <laughs> this is an issue many women will face if they both hit the wall and don't remain in shape. What? Am I supposed to apologize for having high standards? Never in a million years I imagine myself being single in my 40s. Damn, you're in your 40s? You look like you are 90. <laughs> Never in a million years, I imagine was gonna be so hard to find someday. Credit to this lady for laying out the reality of post-wall dating. She has a number of videos on the topic. I haven't worn earrings in such a long time. Who cares? And the other day, I noticed that one of my holes closed up. I'm now really scared that the same is going to happen to my vagina. Yikes. Fortunately, she's discovered an activity for post-wall women that acts as a replacement for bedroom fun. Day 578 with no sex. I put my flip-flops on to go for a run, just to remember what it sounds like. <laughs> I think Sex and the City changed us. Oh my god, you're so stupid. The main character in Sex and the City is Carrie. She's a post-wall woman who's constantly struggling in her love life, and she often made awful decisions. She epitomized the trope of the woman-child with a refusal to grow up. 
I can remember really distinctly in my mid to late 20s, just commenting to my boyfriend at the time that I really aspire to live like Carrie. I'm a writer and uh, and the idea of like having my own apartment and affording that kind of fashion and, and that lifestyle, I was like, oh, that's what I dream of. And he was kind of like, where do I fit in? And I was like, oh, you don't. Oh my gosh, she's so annoying. This behavior exemplifies some of femininity's worst traits. Here we see three things. First, femininity's lack of reason. Second, femininity's lack of honor. And third, the ability of the female mind to rationalize rotten behavior to justify emotional well-being. That's what's really interesting is like to justify their own emotional being. Shout out to my neighbor. They will destroy someone else's emotional state. Think about that. Like, they don't care what they do to another human being emotionally, so long as it protects their own emotional environment. It's a very strange thing. Yes, that is very true. Broadly speaking, these could be filed under entitlement and solipsism. Now, he didn't fit into my future for many, many reasons. But I think that was the first time that it really occurred to me that I aspire to anything other than hoping he would propose or hoping the next guy would propose. And now I live like Carrie. What a loser. And this brings us to the point of immaturity. When watching this next segment, ask yourself this. Alrighty then. Have you ever been in a relationship with a woman who does not exhibit these qualities? 1. They act on their emotions. Do they have a bad habit of letting their feelings be the main input to a decision? Ain't that just like a woman? 2. They take everything personally. Such people lack the maturity to understand that not everything is about them. They're so narrow-minded and sensitive to criticism that they can't stand to be corrected. You're goddamn right. Three, they lack self-awareness. Self-awareness is one of the most important elements of emotional maturity because it's what allows us to recognize our flaws and take responsibility for our mistakes. Facts. A lack of self-awareness leaves a person blind to controlling forces. A pertinent example here would be the lady who constantly falls for Chad. But she always gets pumped and dumped. That is kind of funny, actually, when they keep falling for the same thing, you're like, are you dumb? What are you doing? She'll make excuses about why this is happening, have emotional outbursts, and not even ask questions about what's causing this in the first place. She might come across as entitled and arrogant. But arrogance and self-awareness seldom go hand in hand. Boar. They blame other people for their problems. Are they apt at playing the blame game? Do they refuse to own up to their mistakes? Immature people don't know how to hold themselves accountable, so they blame others for their problems and simply make themselves out to be the victim in all of it. How do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. They victimize themselves as a way to avoid responsibility and convince themselves that everyone but them is always to blame. They spend all their time whining about the situation they're in, but don't do anything to help themselves get out of it. Yeah, blame your lack of ambition on the patriarchy. Overall, this sounds like a fair and accurate description of the Ephanist movement. Five, they always have to have their way. People who always want to have their way tend to be controlling and manipulative. Do exactly as I say. But the moment you disagree with them, or refuse to do as they say, 
They'll get into a big argument with you about it and won't stop until you give in. Come on, stop this. This is common in females. A lot of females will have this kind of behavior over, well, even whatever. It's Tuesday, the cat died. Anything could invoke this type of emotion from many females. Even if you do win the argument, there can be consequences. No, no woman is okay with this. We don't forget. We wait. And then when you least suspect it, we make you pay. Right. Overall, immaturity knows no age. Being in a relationship with an infantile, post-wall lady isn't a recipe for a good life. Date someone who's normal. Not my type. Are you kidding me right now? She has unrealistic expectations. The girl is deluded. Yeah, make sure you guys go over, check out my buddy Alienated TV on YouTube. Here's the channel, here's what it's going to look like, here's the color scheme, here's the very pretty-faced uh, overweight woman. Her words, not mine, guys. Sorry. Well, the face part I threw in, but you know. Good to see everybody, boys. I'm gone with John. We'll see you next time. Oh, and thanks a lot for coming today.